Hey, hey, everybody. I think I'm going to start uh, doing a daily thing where I just kind of talk about how I feel. And we're going to see, like, how that goes and how that works out. Um, I haven't been an anchor on Anchor for a while now. And I'm actually heading to work right now. So, on my way to work, these are my thoughts. I guess this could be like a new series, like on my way to work or on my way to the gym or I don't know, whatever. Let me get to the point, right? So, I started realizing like, I've had relationships with women. I've had relationships with just people in general, friends. It don't just have, it don't just have to be like romantic relationships, but pretty much, um, I've seen throughout my years, I've seen throughout my time, I don't belong on this planet, man. I just don't. And don't get me wrong, like, I, my heart goes out to anybody who lost somebody to suicide or who lost somebody in general, um, or things just didn't work out and it caused depression and it caused suicidal thoughts to enter your head and it negatively affect you where you live with it and you carry it on to your life now or you did lose someone with suicide and and it gives you these remorse or these you should have done something to prevent that feelings my prayers and my condolences go out to the families that feel that don't that can't fill that void from losing somebody my whole thing is this in my personal opinion like i don't belong on this planet I belong somewhere else. Like I belong, my thoughts, my consciousness, everything is completely different than what the society deems normal. All right. So in my problems with society, um, I've been outcasted by my family. Um, and they, they let them tell it like no, no detriment to them or anything, but they probably would tell me basically that they didn't outcast me. They tried to show me love. Like from their opinion, from their point of view, they probably think that they did everything that they were supposed to do. From my point of view, none of them helped me. And let me tell you, having older siblings and being the youngest, it's not what it's cracked up to be. Especially when your mother leaves you at, uh, she basically left me what, at 16? I was in high school by myself. Uh, My brothers left. They all did their own things. Um, Every time they brought home fiancés or not even brought home, but just got married or just did things, it was like no talks, no explanations, no type of justifications was given to me because guess what I'm the youngest brother like nobody cares what the youngest person thinks about things they just do things you know because they're older so fast forward from that um my input doesn't really get valued or weighed as much when I go into situations um my parents don't really care what I think um, siblings don't really care what I think. Uh, I'm always competing to fit in. I'm always competing to feel like, okay, I did this, I did that, I did this. We should be cool now. But people continue to take advantage of me 
not reciprocate the love or the energy that I put into things that I do for them. And it's they're just not overall good people, but in their personal lives, they have people who treat them with the utmost respect. They have people who actually will die for them, who goes out their way for them. And I continue to have nobody that would do that for me. So that's the interesting part. I was married. I had two kids. I got married fairly quickly um, within like a year, uh, probably six months, to be honest, of meeting somebody because I felt like I was in love. I felt like everything made sense. Um, And it did. It felt great. But time after time, this same person that I've been loyal to, I've been nothing but honest and transparent to. Um, I'm the type of guy in a relationship that if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm literally going to tell you like, hey, I'm in the grocery store. Like, do you need anything? Like, do you uh, I know you like this, this, uh, this spinach or something or something random. Like, I'm, I'm going to bring a couple bags home for you or I might surprise you with your favorite ice cream or something and it'll just be in the freezer when you get home. OK, um. Or I might randomly cook dinner, cook something that I know you like, and you could come home to it. Or I might, uh, you, you could text me anytime. You could call me anytime. I'll answer the phone. I'm always available. I, I may be too, I'm, I may be too available. But at the end of the day, I don't cheat. I don't lie. I don't cheat the system. I don't try to make people feel like they're beneath me. I always raise them up. I put priority on people all the time, but I'm the one that always gets this douchebag asshole treatment, like I'm just a piece of shit, so I started realizing that uh, no matter how nice I am to somebody, whether it was a friend, um, had instances where I was really nice to friends, and they took advantage, and I basically told them how I felt about it, and then they tried to flip it on me and make it seem like I was ungrateful, and Nobody told you to do all of this and all of that. So basically villainize me for being a nice person. And then if I try to clap back or feel like offended by it, then it's my problem to deal with. And people stop talking to me, which is weird because it should be the other way around. I should be the one stop talking to you because you keep taking advantage of me. So how do you get to take advantage of me? And then you don't want to talk to me anymore. So... As I explained briefly, my family does that to me. The relationships that I choose to have, they do that to me. I never find a reciprocation, the love that I require. Um, I don't require much. It's just transparency and loyalty, just all the basic stuff, just normal. And when things are abnormal, I still try to work on them and the person wind up leaving or they don't talk to me ever again. So it's kind of, I'm kind of in a conundrum where it's like, even if I do work hard on a relationship, it still doesn't turn out how I thought it was going to turn out. And they still don't talk to me. They don't even give it a second chance or a second go around. So it made me look inward a lot. It made me look in the mirror a lot. I kept thinking it was my fault. I kept thinking things would like never change and never get right. But then I told my family, I don't want to be a part of my family anymore because I can't I can't do it anymore. Mentally I can't take the the abuse basically. <laughs> I 
for lack of a better word, like I can't take the abuse. I can't take the getting run over and nobody acknowledges that I'm actually struggling with feeling used all the time and neglected and abandoned. Um, all I get from people, whoever I choose to deal with is, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you feel like I abandoned you. I'm sorry you, 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 you. It's always pointed at me as the one with the problem. So it's never onus on the person or accountability on the person that abandoned me. It's always just like my mother when she left. It was never, I'm sorry I abandoned you and I want to be a part of your life. It's always, well, you turned out fine and you did this and you did that. And and it's just kind of like, man, can you take some type of ownership because you left a child when he still needed nurturing, he still needed the care of his mother, even to this day. And it's like, so you feel no remorse, you feel nothing about that, you feel no need to try to make that right. But I've always been the one, if I felt like I had a problem with someone or I felt like I did something to somebody, I tried to rectify the situation, make it right. But nobody does that for me. So fast forward, I look around. I have no, I have no choice. I looked inside myself, uh, looked in the mirror a lot of times, and I'm like, "Yo, it, it, it's no way that you're the problem when all you do is pretty much take care of everybody, and you get nothing in return from anybody." Um, I don't know why the hell it's like that, but I literally have to isolate myself from everybody because now I'm guarded. Now I feel like I can't, I can't give anybody any time from me. I can't give any more money to anybody. I can't spend enough attention on somebody and they they actually reciprocate it. So since I never get that fulfillment need met, um, I looked around and I'm like, this dickhead that cheats on his girl all the time that I know, he gets that from his girl and he never put a ring on his girl finger. They've been together for 10 plus years. He cheats on her. I know all of this stuff. I've seen pictures. I've seen he's told me. And everybody loves him. My family still loves him. Everybody talks highly of him. They even ask me, like, why don't I still talk to him? And uh, I tell them, hey, he's a piece of shit. He does all of this. He does all of that. They still ask me a year later, hey, why you don't talk to this guy anymore? As if I didn't explain why the fuck I don't talk to that guy anymore a year a year ago. So, uh yeah, so he still gets the love, the admiration, the attention. Okay, cool. Um, had another situation, another person, he just, um, oh, well, females I've dealt with, right? Uh, been loyal to them, pay things for them, do things for them, go out my way for them. And I think that's the problem that I have specifically is I'm just too caring and too nice for everybody that it just gets to the point where people just take advantage. It's like people just naturally have a tendency to just take advantage of people who will give their the shirt off their fucking back and be willing to, you know, dive into shark-infested waters to save your life when you would need a lifeboat, a gun, um, a rope to throw out to me. You would need all of these things to even try to help me. But if you had none of those things you would just be calling out to me. But me, I'm the type of guy that's gonna jump in there and try to whoop the shark's ass and then try to get you on the lifeboat even if it means sacrificing myself. Like that's the kind of guy I am, but nobody would do that for me. 
okay, so let's get past that. I'm, I'm done beating that into your head. That's basically what's going on. So, I keep looking. This brother's a dick. And he still has his family. Wife's still with him. I don't care how much on the rocks they are. They still together. They still go on trips together. He's gone all the time. They still fuck, do everything. What they they they, they do as a married couple. Um, they come down. Everybody wants to see them. Everybody wants to spend time with them. It's not a party unless they come. Okay. That same sister-in-law treated me like dog shit. Um, I tried to come up and see them, and they made it seem like I had COVID. Even though I got a test the week prior that said I was negative for COVID, I wasn't sick. I didn't feel anything, and I got treated like dog shit. I couldn't even sit in the house for two minutes. I had to get out of their house when years before they actually slept in my master bedroom when I had a house with my family, and we we slept outside of the fucking room in an air mattress. So this is this goes back to the shark theory. I'm willing to do all of this stuff for you, but then you you wouldn't even do half of that shit for me. Um, so, okay, boom. But he gets to keep his family. He gets to keep everything. I lose all of my shit in a divorce. I, I gave her the house. I gave her everything. Everything. Didn't take anything. Didn't take half the money, the properties, the random accounts that she owned that I didn't know anything about that had thousands of dollars in them. I, I gave her everything. Took nothing took nothing but i'm still a piece of shit let's just keep this this going i'm still a piece of shit though okay cool um so i'm still a piece of shit uh i try to move up get closer to my kids because i know some fathers they don't give a shit like they just move on they fuck different girls they married multiple times after their first divorce i didn't i stayed single i stayed alone i stayed working on myself um i have a lot of trauma a lot of baggage from childhood and from getting divorced and from doing all these things and I have no friends really like to be honest like I have no friends so I don't have anybody really to vent to and I don't have anybody to really hold at night to kind of like get through these problems with so I think I'm gonna start making this into like a daily thing where I just kind of talk and just vent and just no, it's the only way I can like get some kind of relief or some kind of release mentally. And this is going to be like the new thing. But it goes back to what I was saying earlier. I, just, I don't I don't believe that I, I belong here because um, I am a loyal person. I'm a very um, I'm not even going to say emotional. I'm a very like solid dude. Like anybody who talks to me, anybody who's around me, they know that. I I am really nice. I'm really nice to people. I treat people with respect. Um, I love people. I love to give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, and I just I just can't understand like how the worst people in this life can be rich, successful, um, have women at their beckoning call, have things going for them, have job opportunities opening up for them all the time. It's just, it's kind of frustrating. It's disheartening. It makes you feel hopeless. It makes you feel unwanted, unloved. But um, I'm going to keep working on uh, being comfortable, being alone, being by myself, uh, not feeling lonely, studying, continue to keep my mind immersed in new new knowledge and 
just gain new experience and hopefully teach my kids all of the things that I've learned before I die. Because the one thing I realized is that people will never give you your flowers when you're alive, but when you die, all of them are saying the best things that they ever wished or dreamed to say. All of them are crying. All of them are showing emotions that they would never show you in person, but they showing, they, they're showing a box. They're showing a grave site, those emotions. But when I could actually see, hear, and feel and touch and react to them emotions that I would desperately need you to say to me, you don't even bother to try to do that. So, yeah, so that's the end of my um my spiel for tonight. Until next time, uh, thank you so much for listening. This has been this short little segment. And I love everybody that, that listens to the podcast still. And I appreciate y'all, man. But I won't, let me know if anybody else is feeling this way. But I just don't feel like I belong here, like, at all. Like, I don't feel like people understand me. I don't feel like um, people would ever do the things that I do for them back to me. And it's very, it's very hurtful, and it, and it sucks. So thank you. <laughs>